Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Dude, I Love That. I'm Liv, and today we're starting a brand new series on misconceptions of types. So this one is gonna be very special because both my mom and I, by the way, that's who this is. If you're watching the video version, um, she will be here commentating with us and guest co-hosting today, but we both have a strong eight. So I have an eight, my tri-type. My tri-type is a six, eight, four. And then my mom is a five. And so she obviously goes to eight and also has an eight in her tri-type. So we're gonna be talking about type eights and common misconceptions. This is gonna be a super chill episode, just kind of like coffee shop, hanging out, talking vibes. So grab some coffee and let's get going. Okay, so first off, I think one of the things that is probably most commonly misunderstood about eights is the fact that other people tend to be like, oh, they're intimidating or oh, they're they're too intense or whatever. And this is something that I was actually talking about recently where sometimes people don't understand the inherent, I don't want to say the word power, but like the, yeah, maybe the boldness that the type eight tends to have right off the bat. And when they walk in a room, people inherently know it. And so that's where it can get a little primal in a way of like, you automatically know, oh crap, this person's just walked in and they'll take charge if need be. And so I think it can automatically raise up this a bit of a wall for you. And if you don't know what it is, if you haven't spoken to them, you just kind of know it can be scary and off-putting because you're like, oh no, they might see through, you know, whatever I'm doing, or they might take charge and I'll kind of lose my autonomy in a way. And so it can be a little bit much, I'd say, uh, if you don't know what's happening. But when you realize that they're not trying to be this intimidating force, they're not trying to be in your face or take up a lot of space. They just have a very intense personality type and they are willing to step in if need be. They're willing to have tough conversations and they're just very like lay it out on the table people. And so I think for those that aren't automatically that way and for those that maybe are trying to concoct or put off a certain image, it can feel very scary. Like, oh no, I can't do, I can't pull anything because they're going to know. Have you experienced that? Most eights that I know, they are, they will call things out. And when you have a friendship or relationship with an eight, you always know that it's not coming from a place of meanness, but they care about you and they want you to get to the truth. I think what's intimidating for people is that eights will often say what other people are thinking, but too afraid to say. And they do have that confidence. And again, if no one in the room is taking charge, they have no problems stepping up. And there was a, an analogy someone made one time. If you want to know who's in charge in a room, in a meeting, don't just assume it's the person with the biggest title. Look at who the other people look to. When something is said, they will instinctively look to the person who really carries the authority, whether or not they have the title. And I think that's often an eight. So it can be intimidating for people who are posers or, you know, people who are maybe super sensitive because they're just not confident. And that confidence maybe can be intimidating, but it's also a gift that I think maybe people misunderstand. Yeah, that's so true. I definitely think if you, this is why knowing the Enneagram is so important because you can often pick up when you're in the midst of a three or an eight, it's pretty clear. And so knowing that can limit so much back and forth in your head of, are they trying to like pull one over on me or are they just existing? Because a lot of times they're just being themselves and they, they are very no BS people. And so they just come right out the gate swinging. And I think if you're not prepared for that, or if you don't understand what's going on again, it kind of automatically puts up that defense for you. And so that's why 
understanding a little bit about all the types is so important. And especially like even for you as a five that goes to eight in health, do you ever experience some of that? Because obviously like that's not your main mode of operation, but you go to eight in health and you have an eight in your tri-type. Yeah, I think, and it's funny because when you started learning the Enneagram really well, sometimes I would say things because my humor can just sometimes go snarky, but you would say, oh, mom's in savage mode. And I said, oh, does that mean I'm in my eight? And that was kind of the joke because I would just be calling things out. But for me as a five, the eights in my life have spurred me on to good things. I have a really close female eight who's been in my life for about 30 years or so. And what I love is that we could go without talking to each other for a few months. She can call me and say, hey, got to run something by you. We dispense with the niceties. You get right down to business, but it's totally fine. We're just there for each other. It's like, she's my person. I'm her person. And it's great. It is really great to be close with an eight and have that connection because you don't have to work to go, oh yeah, I have to ask how their kids are doing or their feelings are going to be hurt or something like that. The one male eight that I know, I came home from a first meeting and said, yep, this is an eight wing seven, high energy, very, you know, but great person, very generous, very thoughtful. I think what I really appreciate is a lot of them, their transparency, they will even call themselves out. And I think that kind of confidence, it can help maybe put other people at ease, but also maybe in calling themselves out, someone else could feel called out who isn't ready to admit that they struggle with that. Okay. That is such a good point because so often these eights, like I said, they just sling it. Like they just go for it and they'll say whatever. And so a lot of times people are used to a bit more of, like you said, niceties. And I think when someone totally blows past that and it's just like, let's get down to business, it can be like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? But honestly, there's something so raw and special about that because you never feel like you're being played with them. It's so clean cut. And you're just like, I can trust whatever they say, because I know that they're never like working in ulterior motive, you know? And there's never any of that underhanded sliminess with an eight. You always know where you stand. And one of the things I love, eights, when they're done with something, like maybe you got in like an argument or something like that, and you guys talked it through, if they say they're done, they're over it, they're done and over it. They do not hold on to this grudge and not tell you. But another thing that I love that you brought up is how generous eights are, because so many times they're the kind of person that's doing a ton behind the scenes. I know so many eights that love volunteering or giving to charities, or maybe they even are mentors. A lot of eights are great in mentorship roles. And so a lot of times they're doing all these things and they're pouring into people's lives, whether it's, you know, through like acts of service or financially and people never know and crazy because remember eight has a connection to two when in health. And so it's really cool because they lean on that too. And this might be unrelated, but at least all the eights I know have been very financially successful. And so it's given them opportunity to have more time to pour into people or to be able to financially support things that they care about. And so that's something I love to see like spiritual gifts being used. And it's just cool to see how eights go out in the world and do something that's different than everybody else. Because obviously we all have gifts, talents, and abilities, but as much as people think that the eights are like harsh or mean or whatever, they can be some of the most kind, generous people. And eights, if you're out there, we know, we hear you and we see it and we really appreciate it because you guys do so much that no one may ever know about, but is extremely impactful. One of the other things that I hate so much is when people think that eights are mean. And maybe it's because like we said about the niceties thing where they just kind of like skip past it and get down to business. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if it's that or if it's that they can be very direct and blunt in terms of communication. And so a lot of times, like I said, they'll just say whatever's on their mind and they don't really run it through much of a filter. In some situations, they will if they if they have an understanding of the situation beforehand. But if not, they'll just kind of go and say it. And sometimes people are like, oh, so-and-so so mean. And that's almost never the case. Truly, what it is is that they're being blunt, that they're getting down to business and just sort of want to get to the point and get it over with. And they care about you enough to just tell you like it is. They don't want to lead you on and have you misinterpret things. They'd rather just tell you the cleanest possible way. And then there's no room for error. I think also because they're a gut type, everything it's instinctual and they do sometimes just say what's on their mind. I also think as they get older and mature, they learn to maybe say it a little bit more gently or politically correct. I've also seen with this one aide in particular that I'm thinking of actually express there was a situation that he would have had strong feelings about. And he said, I'm not going to say anything because, you know, you can win the battle and lose the war. So it's really, and again, life has a way of humbling us all. And I think the aide learns, okay, yep, what I'm saying is true, but you know, A, does it need to be said? B, what's the best way to say it? And that's just a point of growth. So I think also that's where a lot of more mature aides do go to there too. And, you know, a lot of these misconceptions, I think people are talking about any Enneagram type in their low, low levels of health. So, you know, people kind of think, oh, this is a downside of them. Well, not if they're healthy, it's not a downside. Yeah, I think sometimes people get, I guess, pigeonholed is the best word. Uh, like a lot of these types, people are like, oh, you know, one that I see all the time is people think that all threes are the, like the social three and not the case at all. A lot of times the sexual and self-preserving threes, you'd never know that they were threes. They can come off very two-ish or whatever. And so it can be funny because people kind of see the eight as this really intense, usually they think more masculine. I don't want to say vibes, but you know, masculine vibes, whatever. And I think they kind of struggle, especially, oh, I hate this so much. So a lot of times females that are eights get labeled as the B word because they're just so instinctual and yeah, just instinctual and just don't put up with crap that people can be like, oh my gosh, she's so mean and she's nasty. But a lot of times, and this is the unfortunate part, and I don't like to bring up this like card, you know, but if a guy did that, it wouldn't be necessarily viewed the same way because again, that, I guess that's more of like a mask, like a typical masculine trait. But the thing is, a lot of times you're seeing maybe a female eight and then you're kind of bashing her for basically just having the personality she has. And that really sucks. And again, this is why it's so important to understand the Enneagram and a little bit about all the types, because truly what you could be seeing is someone with very strong leadership skills, a girl who is just acting from her gut and is going to be more straightforward. Whereas a lot of times I think the commonly thought of situation is that girls should package things in maybe like a nicer way. And, you know, the eight, remember, it doesn't matter, male, female, whatever, they're going to kind of say it just as it is. Again, they're acting from their gut, like you said. And so it can be hard to understand right off the bat because it might be a little bit like, oh, that's different. But at the end of the day, every type has their things that they bring to the world. And the eight brings that incredible, quick acting, intense. Yeah, they just do. And so I think a little bit of the issue lies in let's understand what's going on before we jump to conclusions. First of all, that's why one of my favorite questions to ask people is, hey, have you taken the Enneagram? And then by that, you know, by that point, it's like, oh, okay, so I can see like, 
they're an eight or they're two. And so their motives are like a little bit easier understood because you're, you know where they're coming from and you're not just assuming things. And I think that's a really dangerous point to get to as well. And especially as people who are close to the gut triad, you can jump to conclusions and it's easy to just kind of assume things and even get into like a little bit of a judgmental place sometimes. And so understanding that and knowing when you're getting to that place is so helpful. And I think especially if you are an eight and you're maybe having friends, I've had this happen so many times. People are like, you're so judgmental. And it's like, no, I'm not being judgmental. It's just, I'm saying what's on my mind. And it's not that it's mean, but I just kind of said what I thought. And usually people wouldn't just say that, you know, they would want to either completely conceal it or they just would find a really, really nice sugar-coated way to package it. And I'm not going to do that because that's in a way it's lying. And uh, I just think, why not say it? If it's true, say it. If it's not going to like damage, you know, someone's self-esteem or it's not going to be mean and nasty, then go ahead and say it. And so that's a word for all you eights that feel like, you know, everybody keeps telling you, you can't say this, you're judgmental, you're whatever. That's a complete lie most of the time. You're just saying what's on your mind and usually you're just calling out facts. And so it can feel a little bit like, dang, I can't even be myself because everybody's like having an opinion about it. But that's ironic. That's ironic. <laughs> they're calling you judgmental and then you say something and then they're judgmental. Love how that goes. But anyways, do you have anything to add? No, I think you've covered it all. That's really eights that are in average to good health because the motive and the heart behind it is good. And it's just about truth. Yeah. Remember eights are justice oriented types. Okay. So a lot of times similar to type ones. And I would, I even group sixes in there because I feel like they are very justice oriented in a way, but eights really want to protect the underdog. They want to stand up for what they believe in. And so a lot of times you're seeing someone that is so focused on a mission. I would say they're the most survivalist mission oriented types. And so that's why you see a lot of them in roles that do help people. So a lot of eights are lawyers. A lot of eights are therapists. A lot of eights go in the military, things like that. And so it's just cool because they're using their gifts in a way that does protect people and helps them, but they're doing it in a way that works for them. So maybe that's like arguing a case. Maybe it's actually fighting. Maybe it's, you know, helping them work through memories or whatever. And so it's just really cool because we see how powerful eights can be in the world. And again, we want to highlight, yes, there are things that every type needs to work on 100%, but we need each type in the world because each type fulfills an amazing role. And that's where so much would not get done if we didn't have eights. It's true. It's true. I was just thinking while you're saying that another experience I had with a female eight, there was a situation that was kind of a crisis point. And I'm in problem solving mode because I'm a five. When there's crisis going on, I just go straight to, okay, what do I need to do? What's the next thing I need to do? Got to deal with this problem. I don't fall in emotions and feelings because that's not going to fix the problem. This eight and actions of a certain person, this eight knows about the situation calls and went straight to anger. I've never heard the F-bomb dropped so many times. And it was like- So many times in a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they were right. Where I was just disgusted, they went straight to anger instinctually. And I think sometimes- we need to also be aware that, you know what, this, this was unrighteous and we do need to get angry. I just wasn't at that stage yet. I got to it later after the crisis was over and plan of action had been set forward. But in the moment, I couldn't go there because I had a problem to solve, which is, which is the head type in action. And I think sometimes that anger is a gift because it helps people kind of wake up to their feelings, go, you know what, it is okay to be angry about this. So I think that is a good thing that eights bring to the table through their gut instinct and their reaction. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. And I, <laughs> I know exactly the situation. So now I'm like dying laughing because that's so true. And that's such a good point too. Like a lot of times people think of anger as a bad thing, but I'm telling you so many times anger is actually good. It helps you understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. It helps you get to the bottom of things. And a lot of times you need that anger like release in order to move forward with problems. And so that's where a lot of people I think get stuck because they do shove things down so much. And especially like, for instance, nines and ones are also in the gut triad, but they tend to shove down their anger and then they end up bursting later on. Whereas the eight kind of is always like letting off a bit of steam here and there. And one thing that eights always do, they love to poke fun. And one of the things that they actually do to build, like, not, yeah, connection, intimacy, whatever, is they like to spar. And so a lot of times if you're dealing with an eight, like if you have an eight boss or coworker, kind of jab back and forth with them uh, verbally, of course. <laughs> It's just fun because they do like that because if you're joking with someone and you can be vulnerable, yeah, if you can be vulnerable in terms of your humor and the way that you guys go back and forth and, you know, a couple of low blows is always funny and they actually are like, that's fun for them because they feel like this person's comfortable enough with me and they trust me enough and they value me. And so we're going to go back and forth and the relationship or the friendship or, you know, whatever isn't going to break because there's something solid enough here. And so it's actually a joy for them to have people that understand where they're coming from and understand their humor and their communication styles. And so it's just nice to see that because there's so many times where I think they get this bad rap for like bulldozing people. And yes, it can happen 100%. I mean, I've even seen a couple of times in my own life, one nine that I know that was actually on the podcast recently, she was talking about how you have to just elbow your right in there to conversation with eights because they do you know, if there's blank space, they're going to fill it. You know, they just have big personalities and they usually have very interesting lives. And so they have a lot to tell. And so it requires you kind of waking up a little bit and getting in there. And so that's what I love about being cognizant of it, because then you can actually meet them on their level. And it's fun for them because a lot of people are too afraid to, because they see them as like this overpowering authority figure. And even though if, even if they're just friends, they're kind of like, oh, I don't want to upset so-and-so, but it's like, no, that's what they want. They want you to kind of fight back and forth with them in a respectful and loving way, of course, but it's just fun to see that relationship. Have you had that happen with your really good eight friend or anyone else? I think my eight friends and I will tease each other back and forth, but I think what really builds the connection is that it's kind of like, yeah, we're aware of each other's weaknesses, but we can make fun of it and we accept each other. And I think that's what maybe even builds trust and connection for the eight is to know that they're accepted by you and you know you're accepted by them because you wouldn't bother to be in relationship with someone and tease someone if you just thought they're mm -hmm. awful, horrible. 100% right. And yeah, like I said, this is something that builds foundations. And I think there's actually something really healthy about being able to be in a friendship or relationship where you can call people out because then again, that's another sign of trust. It's a sign of respect. And if you have a bunch of yes men in your life, that's just not good. And the eight hates when everyone just agrees with them because they're like, I know there's no way that that's true. Like there's, you've got to have your own opinion. So if you know an eight and especially in a work situation, this is huge. Bring your ideas to the table, present them to them and really open up that dialogue. They love communication and they love being able to talk things out with people. And if you're just going to sit there and be like, okay, 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 all the time, it's not fun for them. And they feel like you're disrespecting them. Like you can't take their opinions. And so, or maybe, maybe it's even a lack of respect for yourself is probably a better version of it because they want to be around people that feel the, I guess, freedom to bring their own opinions to a conversation and really just be like, look, this is where I stand. And they're going to respect you so much. 
even if it's opposite of what they think or what they want, they're still going to be like, okay, I disagree, but respect. Yeah. I think the eights really respect when you actually express an opinion. It shows you have a brain, shows you are thinking, and that is important to them. And that's exactly right because eight connects to two in health and then five in stress. And so they do connect to all the different triads, which is great because they're able to pull from those different areas more easily than other types that maybe you're connected to like two in the head or whatever. And so it can be easy for them to, I guess, connect with people and understand where they're coming from. And again, even if they don't like your answer, I use quotes for like, because, you know, it might be just a personal preference thing. They still are going to respect you for owning your opinion and being solid in it. And that's something that honestly is kind of a relief because it means that you don't have to just like always agree with people and they're going to respect you either way. So just own it, be confident. If you have a differing opinion, show it. All right. So that is it for this episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed. Thanks mom for coming on. Thank you for having me. And be sure and catch up on Instagram at Hey, it's Liv James. You have all the fun behind the scenes content and post updates there. And remember, check back on Friday for a brand new episode because I upload every Tuesday and Friday. All right. Bye.